Hey y'all, welcome back. This is the Tiny Thoughts Podcast where I share my innermost thoughts and ideas and ponderances of life. So um, if you're returning, hey, and if you're new, what's up? Welcome. Um, I'm excited to have you here. So, you know, from my last episode, I said that today I am going to be talking about why I quit my job. And yeah, we're going to get into it. I, um, this was one of those like big decisions in my life that I needed to make. Um, and I just, it, it was very necessary for me. And I think it was a moment where I really had to trust my gut. I had to trust my intuition and I had to go with my heart really. So, so yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, I worked as a college coach at a really cool organization. Um, rivet school, shout out to rivet school. Um, very awesome work environment, very flexible schedule. I got paid well. Um, and I got to do what I do best supporting students. And so, you know, I had a good, I had a good run at rabbit school. I really did. Um, but about six months in, I really started to feel this deep sense of, um, burnout. (laughs) I know that's a buzzword right now. Burnout, right? Um, but I feel like that feeling had amplified at that time. And it was a feeling that carried over from my previous job before that one, which I was also working as a college coach. And I was just super burnt out by that time. But the thing about burnout is that sometimes, I don't know, maybe you could categorize it as like high functioning burnout, but it didn't seem like I was burnt out, right? Like I was doing fine. You know, I'm showing up to work. I'm doing my things, you know, I had a flexible schedule, all the things, but deep down inside, I just felt empty. I did. Um, I feel like I didn't have enough time for myself. Um, you know, I was working full time and when you're working with students, um, you are in service of your students. Right. And I took that job very seriously. I love my students. Right. And I say love and not loved because I love them and I want to see them succeed. But I realized that I needed to step away from working for a little bit, like truthfully, because I was just so exhausted, like to the point of like no return. It's like my body and my mind was like, it's time to go rest. Okay. It's time to go take a chill pill. And so I battled with that thought for a while. You know, I talked to my manager at the time who, by the way, was very understanding. Um, Truthfully, you know, kind of going off on a tangent here, but I've worked at some really great places. (laughs) I'll just say that, like, very grateful for that. 
because the whole process of me offboarding from my job um, was great. It was great. And I think a big part of it being great was that I wanted to make sure that my transition was as smooth as possible and also my team wanted to make sure that that was the case as well. So I had a lot of support leaving that role. But um, but yeah, man, I was burnt the fuck out, okay? And y'all, y'all, for those of y'all who, you know, work in education, who work with people, who work with students in particular, y'all know what I'm talking about. It is a lot. And especially, <laughs> I was about to say, as an empath, because so many of y'all say that nowadays, and some of y'all are not actually empaths, but that's a conversation for another day. Anyway, I really am very empathic though. Like, it is just innately within me. And I had just been giving so much of myself. I had been giving so much of myself. And I was trying so hard to, you know, put that energy back into myself because I have learned along the way that, you know, it is important for me to take care of myself and to put myself first. And I have always done that, but I was just finding it hard to do that while working full time, while giving so much of myself to education. And then also, you know, I also had a lingering thought of like, do I want to be in education right now? Like, I feel like I've been in service to students for so fucking long. I've been in education for all of my fucking working career and I'm tired. And there was a sense of guilt that came over me. I'm not even going to lie. I felt guilty for a while because I'm just like, how the fuck am I going to get up and leave my students? Some of whom are, you know, in the middle of their terms and, you know, just need that guidance. But I'm also like, I have to remind myself, I'm not leaving them as if like they're not going to have a coach again, right? Like they're going to get a new coach. They're going to get a great coach. um, And I can be the one to, you know, make that transition as seamless as possible. And I think it went pretty well. I think, I think the transition went as smooth as it could have gone. Um, So I'm I'm very thankful for all the coaches um, at Rivet School who have taken on my fellows, like, you know, I know that that's their job, (laughs) but like it meant the world to me. It really did. So shout out y'all. Um, but yeah, man, when, and this is important to say too, because when you, when your body, when your mind, when your soul is telling you to do something, you either are going to listen or that voice is just going to get amplified. And so at that point, when I, you know, started to think like, damn, am I going to last in this role? Like, how long am I going to be here? That voice had been just getting louder and louder and louder. And I knew that I wanted something different. But again, that guilt crept in of just like, oh, I kind of just started this job. I'm still kind of new. And I feel so fucking guilty for wanting to leave so soon you know I said I would stay longer um but again I I had to prioritize myself too you know so yeah that was a big part um another big part of that decision too 
was just that and some of y'all know this but you know I have a fucking chronic illness that I've been dealing with for five years it's pretty serious <laughs> I have kidney disease and it has not been a walk in the park I've been in my own personal hell for the past five years and even though I am in probably the best shape I've been in um, health-wise since being diagnosed five years ago, it is still an uphill battle. Like it is, it is hard. (laughs) It is a challenge to do life with kidney disease. I don't really know many other people who have kidney disease, especially my age. Um, but damn, is this shit hard? (laughs) It's really hard. Uh, but you know, I got to keep going. Um, you know, I told myself I would not let this like keep me from living my life and it sure has not. Mm -mm. I have continued to live my life as I would if, as if this wasn't even happening to me. But, uh, yeah, you know, factor that in and I just felt like, I also didn't have the time to focus on my health too. It was just, it was a conglomerate of things that just, it all combusted at some point. I'm just like, I gotta do something about this. And so around the end of 2021, I finally decided, you know, I had made my mind up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit. Right. But because I work with students, I can't just like put two weeks in and leave and just leave them hanging like that. I'm like, I got to give y'all a proper goodbye, a proper transition. So (laughs) this process was so long, but I had told, you know, um, I had told my higher ups that I was leaving and they were very supportive of that decision. You know, obviously they didn't want to see me go, but um, they did everything that they could to support me uh, with that transition. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, and then I told the rest of my team um, after the new year. And then from January until April when I left, I was working on offboarding all of my students, um, which was a process, right? <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'm so thankful. Shout out to Natalie. Okay. First of all, shout out to Natalie. Um, if you're listening to this, I've said it before, but I really want to thank you for your grace. Um, and just for all your support in helping me to transition out of my role and also just, just for seeing me, (laughs) for seeing me and for supporting me. You're amazing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. But yeah, man, I finished that. And, you know, I think I said this at the end of the last episode, but you know, I had got so many questions of just like, so what's your next steps? Like, where are you off to now? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I simply do not know. And I was okay saying that. And, you know, I also threw in there that 
I just need you to take some time to rest. And again, I got a lot of support from everyone that I told truthfully. It was the best possible outcome. But I don't know if people truly understood what that really meant of like, oh, she's quitting her job so she can rest, right? Because that's not normalized in this life. (laughs) It's just not. It's not normal for people to quit their jobs so that they can take time for themselves and rest, right? But that was my goal. And I'm doing that, bro. I'm doing that. And by resting, I literally mean sleeping, relaxing my body, slowing my days down, taking walks and, you know, taking time to prepare my food and just moving a bit slower, a bit more intentional. And that's where I'm at right now. And you know, I feel very privileged to have even been able to do that, right? Especially, especially in the middle of a panini. Like, we, there's just so much uncertainty right now. And I don't know. I think I took that uncertainty and I was like, that motivated me anyway. Because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's to come. We don't know what's to come. Everything is up in the air right now. So I might as well live my life the way I want to and if that means sacrificing the comfort that I had at my job then so be it it was hard hard decision but you know what I think the hard decisions always yield the sweetest fruit so um, I can already see that happening for me right now I mean this podcast is evidence of that you know I've been sitting on this idea for this podcast for I don't know how long bro just just a long time and I'm just like why (laughs) for what and yeah I could have started it while I was working full time plenty of people do that but I didn't feel it at that time And I feel like now I have this space to work on my, work on myself, but also just explore my creativity. Like that's something that I've been getting out of these like past four to five weeks that I've been jobless (laughs) is realizing for me, I've always been very creative ever since I was a small child. Um, and somewhere down the road, I felt like I had to lock that creativity away and be realistic. Um, and I don't regret that, but it's also like, damn bitch, like who told you you couldn't pursue your creative and artistic dreams? (laughs) Um, you know, I, I have so many interests. I do. I do. And I used to think that it was a problem that I was interested in so many different things and that I had to like narrow down my interests somehow and like focus on only one or two things. But who the fuck said that? Who said that I had to do that? Where am I getting that from? Why do I have to choose between all the things that I want to do? Why can't I do them all? doesn't mean I have to do them all at the same time. I don't think that's really 
feasible. (laughs) But I can do those things. And, you know, I was, I was doing my Googles. I was looking up shit. And I don't even know if this is the official word for it, but the way people were describing it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like me. But, you know, I, I guess I could be described as a, uh, either a multi-hyphenate or a multi-potentialite. Those were two terms that came up for me as I was, you know, looking at shit that, you know, describes me. Someone who has many vested interests and, you know, typically those people have interests and some of those interests may overlap and so they may combine them and do something you know um you know and I think about all my interests like I love interior design which I'm doing right now and I love that for myself I love cooking I love photography right I love painting I literally just found out that I like making beats (laughs) bitch I picked up my ipad one day and I clicked on garage band I was like ooh. I didn't realize this was on here. And I just started making beats. Crazy. Crazy. And I was like, I like this. This is fun. Because I love music. I've always loved music. But I never knew what the fuck to do with it. And that's not to say I'm about to go out here and be a fucking producer. But I can have my hand in all these things. I can make a life full of art. Right? That's just how my brain thinks. I'd be sitting here watching TV shows and movies and I'm like, shit, I want to be a director one day. (laughs) I want to direct a movie. Shit, I want to act. Shit, I could act. (laughs) Throw me a script. It's crazy. Now, you might be thinking that's a little bit delusional, but I don't think so. Maybe it is. Oh, I don't know. But, you know, even if I do live in a constant state of delusion, <laughs> I'm still going to do what I want to do. I'm still going to do all the shit that I enjoy, right? I love traveling. I love it. I love exploring new places. I love eating <laughs> in new places. And I'm going to continue to do that, right? So right now, you know, I've made a podcast. I've started this. I do interior design as a hobby right now. You know, I, I, I used to think that like I had to make interior design this like big thing. I had to open my own firm and whatnot. But I'm just doing it as a hobby right now. And maybe that's for the best. Like, did we forget that hobbies existed? Exist? Excuse me? Exist present tense we ain't gotta monetize everything we ain't gotta start a business just because we like making candles now we gotta make a fucking business selling candles why i gotta do that why can't i just make candles for my family members and my loved ones i hate this shit i hate capitalism golly leave me alone I can't just create in fucking peace. Now I got to sell it. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. But yeah. (laughs) I mean, sure. I could absolutely monetize some of the shit that I do. But if I'm keeping it a buck, I don't give a fuck about money. I really don't. 
I don't. I acknowledge that money is important in our world and that I need it to do the things that I want to do. So I'm always have money. Money comes and goes. It does. It flows and it comes and goes. And again, I realize that that is a very privileged thing to say. It is. It is. But that is a reality that I am in. I, I, I understand that I don't have to be tied to the money to do the shit that I love. And that was honestly, you know, a big factor of quitting my job. I mean, let's talk about that because that's fucking real, right? We need money to live. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need money to live. And so in knowing that, I saved up my money. I saved up my money until I was comfortable enough to have enough to, you know, pay my bills for months on end and have enough money to still live my life, do the things that I desire, you know. And um, it's going great right now, right? Every now and then I'm like, damn, bitch, maybe you start looking for a job. But I'm also like, but nah, you good. Like, chill, this is what you saved for. And it's only been like a month. So you good. You can keep doing your thing, right? You can keep you can keep doing your thing. Yeah, but I'm not about to I'm not about to front like money is not important because it is. Duh. The fuck? Um Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that because I'm just like it is what it is. It is what it is. And that's where my faith had to come into. That's, ooh, that's where the faith came in. Because I'm like, I'm about to give up this comfy ass salary for uncertainty. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? I was like, I'll surrender then. I'll surrender. I have faith that I will be taken care of. I have faith that the work that I put in to get to this point will hold me for a while. I had to, I had to do that. I had to have that mindset. Otherwise, I never would have quit and I would have just stayed for the money. And that is one thing I cannot do. It's like my body just rejects it. I cannot do something that I don't like just for some coin I cannot I cannot and it fucking sucks that money is the thing in life that we all have to have that we all need literally in order to survive it's fucking stupid you know that makes me think of this video that's going around it is a person they're like we are humans fighting for human rights yeah that sound real dumb (laughs) that sound real stupid that sound real stupid we fighting for human rights but we're human and uh you know billionaires keep getting richer poor people getting poor inflation is fucking out the wazoo and nobody can afford to live 
there's more people that are houseless now you know and i'm this is such the craziest tangent i don't even know how i got here <laughs> but yeah bro it's it's too much it's just too much it's too much but i say all that to say <laughs> that uh you know i feel like i i made the right decision by leaving my job and by dedicating myself fully to myself by prioritizing my rest by prioritizing my creativity because I am really having a blast just doing shit right the other day my mom and I found this nice ass wood coffee table I think this is like a it's like a cherry wood I think maybe nice ass table and I'm like I'm gonna take that up and I'm gonna reholster it reupholster it because it's nice but you know it still needs a little work on it and I'm gonna do that as a project I haven't started yet but <laughs> but it, I'm gonna do it right I'm gonna do it I'm excited for it right and just the possibility of like what the fuck life can be is really exciting right now And I feel very proud of myself for making that decision. I really do. And you know what? Before I made that decision, you know, I used the word surrender uh, just now. And that word is so important to me in my walk of life, right? Because I am really learning how to surrender. Surrender to God. To surrender to the will of God. And to just release control. I'm sorry, y'all. That was so unnecessary. And I know that. I know that went through the mic. That's East Oakland for you, baby. Anyway, as I was saying, that idea of surrendering, which to me means let me relinquish my control and let me let me give you like you know how people be like, Jesus take the will. That's what that is. I'm surrendering because I'm trying to shed all worry. I'm trying to shed all doubt that I have. And I'm trying to live my life and let the fruits pop up as they should. And you know what? I really believe that I am starting to see uh, the fruits of my labor. I am really starting to see the the beauty of deciding to surrender right to God's will for my life right and I knew that life would unfold 
once I quit my job. I knew that. It was a it was a deep inner feeling that I knew. I was like, it was almost like you need to do this so that these other things can happen for you. And it's something I couldn't really explain to people. You know, some there's some people who don't believe in God, some people who don't have a spiritual spiritual connection of any sorts, right? So I'm just like, I'm gonna just keep that to myself, but you just know. Sometimes you just know when you gotta do something. And I just knew I had to do that because there was something on the other side of that decision that was waiting for me that I had to get to. And again, it's only been about four or five weeks since I, you know, uh, left my job. But I can already see those things coming to fruition. I can already see the shift in my life. And what's crazy is I didn't really know what the fuck was on the other side of that door. I just had the faith to be like, you know what? You told me there was something on the other side of this. I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to follow suit. And I'm going to surrender to your word. And that is what I did. So as I continue to release these episodes, hopefully y'all will see in real time what was on the other side of that door for me. I look forward to that. I look forward to the fruits of life, right? I've planted a lot of seeds. I've planted a lot of seeds in in the past years, you know? Seeds that I didn't even know I was planting. Um, you know, I'd be talking to God, that too. And still trying to understand what God's voice sounds and looks like for me but um I feel very confident in saying that God has told me that uh (laughs) baby your fruits are coming you will be able to harvest soon so stay the course stay the course so that's what I'm doing I am staying the course um, in the meantime, I'm enjoying my life. I just started meditating again. Let me tell you. Let me let me just tell you, okay? Because I thought this is a big part of that. <laughs> big part of the, you know, getting to the, the, the fruits of my labor. You know, I've practiced meditation in the past before, but not really seriously. Um, I never really got too deep into it. Um, but I downloaded this app called Balance. Um, and for those of y'all listening, um, they are giving everyone a free year subscription to their app. So, um, if you want to do the meditation, (laughs) download the app. I really like it. Um, it's really helpful and I've been meditating for 14 days straight now, which is, I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself because I've never gone this long meditating every single day. And I'm only doing it like five to 10 minutes a day. And I am literally seeing a difference. And you know why? Because the other day I was meditating before I went to bed. And 
I can feel myself deepening into my meditation practice. Like literally my body feels weightless when I am meditating now. Like I feel like I'm going deeper and deeper as I do these meditation practices. And so that feels really good for me. It keeps me sane. It keeps me level-headed. It keeps the anxiety very far away because I'd be anxious a lot. And truthfully, I haven't really been feeling that anxious as of late. It's a gift because I have typically high-functioning anxiety and it is a big deal to say that like, I ain't really been feeling that anxious as of late. Like, dead ass. I'm very happy about that. And I really do feel like the meditation has been helping. But yeah, you know, go download the app. You know, obviously this ain't an ad, but shit. Balance, if you hear me, y'all can sponsor me. Yeah, period. Because I really do fuck with that app. It's super helpful. Very uh, personalized for you. And where you're at with meditation and yeah you ain't even got to meditate for like 30 minutes you could take three minutes out of your day and do a little bit of meditation ground in just go ahead and ground in so um yeah uh but anyway i'm gonna wrap this up <laughs> this is one of the longer episodes but um but yeah, I want to end off by saying if you have been contemplating leaving your job, uh, maybe you work somewhere where you don't feel valued, maybe you work in a toxic environment, maybe you just want something different for your life, um, know that it's okay to entertain that thought and prepare yourself like Please don't just quit your job if you're not ready. Like, again, we are still in a pandemic. Let's not get it twisted, right? Don't just go quit your job all willy-nilly and have no no sense of security, right? If you need need some months to save up, hell, if you need a year to save up, do what you got to do. But if you feel like it's time for you to make an exit plan, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. Okay? Uh, Because what these jobs will not be out here doing is stressing us the fuck out. No need. No need. Um, And you deserve to be doing something or be somewhere that values you and that you genuinely enjoy being at. (laughs) So whether that's at another job, in another career, or doing what I did and going to rest and explore who you are, right? I encourage it all. I really do. Um, It can be a hard decision to make, but it can be a very necessary one, right? Um, So, yeah. Um, So for this week... um, I want to pose another prompt. And the prompt for this week is what is something that you would like 
to leave behind this year? What what is that? Whether that's a habit, a person, (laughs) a job, a thing that you do, whatever it is, right? What is something that you would like to leave behind? And another way of framing that is, what is something that no longer serves you that you'd like to just give up on? Not really give up on, but that you'd just like to not be associated with anymore, you know? Um, so think about that for yourself. I know for me, uh, I mean, aside from quitting my job, (laughs) um, I want to focus on something that I want to, that's no longer serving me is, I don't know, this idea of like playing small and like not really believing in myself, right? Like I need to actually put those words into action and this podcast is proof of that so I want to continue to believe in myself and do the thing right that is truly my uh theme for the year is do the thing so again prompt for this week um what is something that you'd like to leave behind this year or what is something that no longer serves you um, that you'd like to leave behind And again, feel free to DM me your response um, uh, on Instagram uh, at French White Wine um, and let me know if you are okay with me um, sharing that response um, in a later episode. Uh, So yeah, (sighs) it's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening up to this point. Um, I hope y'all have an amazing day, amazing night whatever time it is that you're listening to this um again i just i am so grateful for the support um continue to share the pod with anybody and everybody (laughs) um and i will see you in the next one